Good evening and hope you had an awesome Shabbos. So this is it, the final stretch of Sfiris Omer, that is. The 49-day count from Pesach to Shavuos is nearing its end as we just counted day 45. Now being that this week, Thursday night, is when we will all be celebrating Shavuos, the date that commemorates the only experience of national revelation ever recorded in history, as well as the receiving of the Torah, which happened 3,332 years ago, it only makes sense that we dedicate the next few days leading up to Shavuos to exploring insights that could deepen our appreciation of what the holiday is all about and how to successfully celebrate and commemorate it. So let's start with the where, as in where was the Torah given? The reason why we need to explore this is not simply because it's nice to know the geographical location of where the event took place and maybe take a few selfies there, but rather, if God chooses to do something somewhere, there must be a reason for the location. I mean, God could have chosen any venue for this monumental event. So where did he choose to book the event? In the middle of the desert on a mountain called Sinai. What is interesting about this is that our tradition teaches that Sinai was by far not the most impressive mountain out there. There were ones far bigger and grander. Sinai was actually quite small and unassuming. You know, one would assume that God could have chosen a much more impressive mountaintop for this big event of lightning and fireworks to give the Torah on. So along comes our tradition and explains as follows. Where the Torah was given was also chosen to teach us a critical lesson inherent in receiving the Torah. Namely, Torah is only given on, and more importantly, successfully transmitted to, places that represent, and people who have, humility. Remember, even the person who brought down the tablets themselves, Moses, was defined by this most prominent characteristic of his, humility. In fact, the Mishnah in the beginning of Pirkei Avos, the ethics of our fathers teach, that starts with the seemingly peculiar statement, Moshe Kibel Torah Mi Sinai, Moses received the Torah from Sinai. The commentaries point out that this statement seems to be grammatically incorrect. It should either have said Moshe received the Torah from God or Moshe received the Torah on Sinai. But Moshe didn't really receive the Torah from Sinai. But according to our explanation, this too makes sense. See, Moshe, the one who is known as humble, received the Torah from Sinai precisely because it too was the essence of humility, just like him. This is an important point to reflect on. A prerequisite to Torah learning is not someone with great wisdom, but rather someone with great humility. It requires an understanding that there is much out there that we do not know and that there is a complete creation of expansive brilliance and its infinite creator of infinite wisdom. And the more we are able to be awed by it and realize that, the more we are open to learn and receive. As they say, the more you know, the more you realize that you know nothing. And only then, the more we're able to open ourselves to receiving the wisdom that comes forth from this endless fountain of knowledge called Torah just like we do each night on this podcast. And on that note, wishing you a wonderful night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.